big balls are. I'm not even going to try to make a rhyme this time. But with crime, we do limes on lemons. Yep. Wow, I didn't even try and make any rhymes, but it just came out. Just came pouring out. Wow, just, wow. I didn't, Rhyme vomit. I Yeah, I can't stop rhyming. Yeah, you just can't stop it. Yeah, I, that wasn't even on purpose. That was... Wow, that was big balls are here, and we are have a lot of changes. Yeah, big balls are looking to make a lot of changes. First change, uh, moving forward, no more rhymes at the beginning of the podcast. It's too much pressure for me. The last one, last one ever. Last one ever. Hope everybody enjoyed that one. It's too. I've been like stressing out, having nightmares of me like not being able to rhyme anything, and it's, it's scary, man. Yeah. I mean, it, this day had to come eventually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there just aren't enough rhymes. Change number one, no more rhymes. No more rhymes. Change number two is uh, probably the biggest change of the podcast's history. Oh. We're, uh, we're changing up our format. Ooh, yes. It's our first format change. We used to not have a format. Yep. And uh, we have grown. We've been doing this for a year, year and a half. We're getting good at it. We're, we're getting better. We're getting, uh, yeah, we're getting better. We're, we're going to start having some segments yes. on the show. We're going to break things down a little more. Yes. And we're going to start having a little bit more fun with things and testing out stuff, trying different stuff, and hopefully some stuff sticks. Mm-hmm. Hopefully people start listening more. George, did you say we're going to have a little bit more fun? Yeah. Wow. That sounds incredible because every single week recording this podcast is the most fun. It's a blast. Yeah. Having more fun. Wow. I didn't think that was possible. Big balls are gonna have more fun. Big oh balls my are gosh! Have a lot more fun. Um, segment wise, mm-hmm. we're gonna break it down. But this is the only time we're gonna break it down, uh-huh. and then we're just gonna hammer it out every week. Yes. Every week we're gonna have. We've decided five ish segments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know maybe we'll introduce new segments. Yeah. We'll, maybe we'll test around with segments. Exactly you know? what and like, see what we'll sticks. Throw some away. We'll bring some back. We have a few that are already kind of ingrained within the podcast. Yes. Which is why what kind of led to this. Mm-hmm. We've been spitballing a lot. Our first segment will always be random news and rumors because it's just what we like to get out of the way. Yeah. We can talk about WWE if we have to get mm-hmm. that out of the way. It's like. It's like our stretches, you know, yeah. it's kind of warming up. Yeah, getting ready. Getting then. you guys warmed up. It's our word, our foreplay, you know, for you guys yep. when we're talking about wrestling. Yep. Our uh, second one, second segment mm-hmm. is our is our big one. It's our it's our baby so far. Mm-hmm. It's our AEW review and one fantasy the, updates. Yes. One, then the fantasy league I am incredibly proud of. and Yeah, yeah that, it's, it's, a, it's what really birthed our segment ideas truly is our baby man the fantasy the fantasy league oh my gosh yeah it's It's amazing it's amazing yeah i wish we got a lot of updates on that today oh gosh yeah we'll get to it we'll get to it i'm sorry i'm just excited every time we talk about fantasy i get excited our third segment will probably change up week by week Mm -hmm. because we have multiple topics we want to discuss we kind of want to get through some things Mm mm-hmm um, we call it the, we've had an episode of this, but we're going to make it smaller. The Big Ball's Big List. Yep. And or the Big Ball's Big Question. Mm-hmm. Or we'll debate or talk about something. Or we'll list our favorites of the things or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's our little ode to YouTube segments, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. And then uh, after that, we're going to introduce something a little different mm-hmm. that we want to try. This is our first 
toe in the water of doing a weekly classic wrestling review, mm-hmm. and we have decided to start with classic TNA Impact. Yes. From 2004 onwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because it's just been such a nostalgia trip already watching old Impact. Shout out the Impact Network. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Shout out the Impact Network. Uh, I mean, only $8 a month. Yeah. Great, great buy. Uh, and you have every single match from 2004 to 2009, right? Yeah, and then from 2015 to now. Wow. So all you don't have is like the GFW era. Which I is love GFW, yeah. But I believe there's a GFW network, so when we get there, we might switch over to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I believe they, they have that. I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah, sick. Super sick. And that that's kind of it. We might have more. We might not. Mm-hmm. But those are our segments for, t- uh, for today, at least. Yes. So let's get into it. Random wrestling rumors and news, things going on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before, before we move on. Yes. One more uh, segment. Okay. Is the the weekly... I mean, wrestling, We it is a part oh, of pop culture. Yeah. It's a big part of pop culture, and a lot of people don't like to... A lot of people who aren't in the know, you know, kind of look at wrestling as the black sheep of pop culture. So, to try and bridge the gap, we're going to have our weekly segment of, uh, you know, which wrestler is which celebrity. Yeah, this will be but, like our quick hit segment. We're yeah. going to do a wrestler a week, mm-hmm. and we're going to come, like, who would be the celebrity... Of that wrestler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We will explain it more when we get there, because that will probably be one of the last things we do. I mean, for a quick example, Keanu Reeves. You want to you wanna do it first? You want that yeah. to be the first segment we, we dropped today? Yeah. Let's do it. So uh, if, celebrity, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was a wrestler. Rob Van Dam. Wow, Rob, I completely disagree. I was thinking more like Raven, like nah. Sting. Maybe Sting. I, I kind of like the RVD, but I mean, you could probably go like, Jean-Claude Van Damme. RVD? No way, man. RVD is too crazy. I feel like if you mixed uh, John Wick and... Mm-hmm. Uh, was he Bill, Bill, right? Yeah. From Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I think so, and now I'm stressing out be, because... I don't I saw an interview with him, and like some guy was asking him. He's like, yeah, are you excited to play Bill? And he's like, I was Ted, dude. Oh, I like, already said, are you excited to play Ted? He's like, I was Bill, dude. I honestly haven't seen a movie in so long. But great, great movie. Just know he's in it, and it is a great movie. Shout out the remake coming out this year? Yeah. Or next year? Whenever it comes out, I can't wait. But yeah, I think... I, I think... Uh, that was just the first thing that popped into my head, at least. Mm-hmm. My argument for him being, you know, like, Raven, or like a, a you know, like a dark, mysterious figure... Uh, it's just because when he's not in his movies, like he's, I mean, really, what's he doing? All the videos just come out of him just like shooting on like gun ranges. Yeah. Just like doing like crazy stuff. Uh, just being a badass in real life. He's just a great person in real life. And he's just dealt with such, such tragedy. So you know that there's darkness inside those eyes. That's true. Right? You know that his sister died of leukemia. His um, ex, or like... His wife or like his girl, longtime girlfriend died of something. Uh, like basically everybody ever close to him died. He was best friends with uh, Joaquin Phoenix's brother, yeah. River Phoenix, who passed away. So his life has just been so tragic, and I feel like and he could kick some ass. So that's why I think he's like Sting. I can see the Sting. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was. 
the the javel has gone down. Yeah. The chorus been sessions. Yeah, Karen Reeves and wow. Well, that was our <laughs> weekly pop culture wrestler. Yeah, that was that was it. Yeah. Woo! All right. So next, wrestling rumors and things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have, I heard Brock is coming back soon, mm-hmm. which I didn't think was going to happen. To do what? At SummerSlam. Uh, I don't know yet. Damn. That's all I've seen. Hopefully against Matt Riddle. I wish. Yeah, me too. But that would, That's the only person worth the shit yeah. in all of WWE. That'd be the only thing to make me watch SummerSlam. Yeah, right Matt now. Riddle match. Yeah. He, no matter who he fights, I'm, I'll watch a Matt Riddle match. Yeah, same. He's... That, that's an, a no, more big news. He made his uh, SmackDown debut yep. last week. Doing some vignettes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Angle was going to be his manager, but he turned it down. Really? Yeah. Dang, why? Because he's too busy, he said. Boo. Plus, they, WWE like, just fired him before COVID. Oh, yeah, true. Tried to bring him back, kind of. Yeah, because, true. So, I'd be pretty salty. Damn, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that would just be so awesome. It would be really awesome. Yeah, Kurt Angle is Matt Riddle's yeah. manager. But I also heard Kurt say, like, uh, he thinks Matt Riddle can definitely get over on his own, and he doesn't need, like, Kurt behind him. Yeah, he definitely doesn't need a manager Yeah, at all. But ooh, could you imagine a tag team between Matt Riddle and Daniel Bryan? That would be sick. Yeah, because one thing, I, I don't know, I've been seeing a lot of love for Daniel Bryan these past few Weeks and um, one thing that he's really really great at is, um, I mean, he can do anything in wrestling and transform into any any character. Like he really can. He he got heat and was getting booed less than a year after he came back from like his neck injuries. Yeah, he was getting heat. That like he was like one of the biggest planet warrior, Mm -hmm. eco friendly champ stuff was great. I was thinking about getting the Daniel Bryan uh, action figure with the eco warrior belt. That'd be fire. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna get the. The replica Eco Warrior belt. Ooh, do they sell that? Yeah, I think it's like 350 bucks though. Let's see how... Uh, I just downloaded DraftKings today, so you know, maybe if I get a little... Keep getting lucky. Cheaper than the Fiend belt. Yeah, I don't really like the Fiend belt all that much. The Fiend was a... Um, um, pointless champ. I was about to say, were you going to have to explain the history of the Fiend? Because he's been gone for so long. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh gosh, man, I hate the Fiend. Yeah, I love him. They really fumbled the bag with that one. Yeah. Maybe. WWE. We'll Matt, see. Matt Riddle versus The Fiend. That'd be sick. Matt Riddle versus anybody would be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, one big thing that happened this week in wrestling, um, The Revolt was actually on Jim Cornette's podcast. I have that down here. Jim Cornette, arguably AEW's public enemy number one. And uh, yeah. The Revolt's, you know, brand new, are the AEW's brand new hot tag team. Is, shit. is immediately going on to the revol- or on to the Jim Cornette podcast. They uh, don't haven't signed a contract from what I've heard. It's not a long term contract. Yeah, not a long term contract. Yeah, and they're allowed to work whatever indie dates they want. Um, one thing that they said on the Jim Cornette podcast, it sounds like the heat between the Revolt and the Bucks and like the Elite is actually very real. Uh, because um. I mean, obviously, you know, that's they're just being freaking wrestlers, and yeah. that's the perfect... Is it real? Is it not? But um, uh, the Revolt were saying that the Young Bucks just came out with FTR just out of nowhere, out of the blue, not even talking to them. Um, and one thing that they said that really, really pissed them off is Cody Rhodes went on, like, a podcast or something, and they asked him, uh, who's seriously, who's the best tag team in the world? Is it The Revival or is it The Young Bucks? And he said it's the Young Bucks because the Revival 
practice their matches for weeks on end uh, at the PC before, like they actually have a match. And, I mean, at that point in time, he was absolutely correct. That's I don't know. They were pissed. The on uh, Jim I mean, Cornette's podcast, they said that from an outsider's perspective, he was absolutely correct because they were in the PC. They were only in NXT. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess, but. That really pissed him off. That that pissed off Dax and Cash. They said that, um, especially when your father, you know, is Dusty Rhodes, you should know that that's a goddamn insult to wrestlers. And they said that they have never practiced the match week on weeks on end. I would hope not. They they have never practiced a wrestling match in their entire life. Good for them. And like they're just. They do have a lot of classic matches in NXT. That but that is a messed up thing to say, especially. It really is. That is a dirtbag thing to say about Cody. I'm not gonna. Not gonna lie. Um, no cap, as they say. But they also hinted um, on the same segment of the podcast that Jim Cornette may one day actually join AEW. He said, because they said we need you riding shotgun with us. They they need the revolt need Jim Cornette riding shotgun with them. They don't need Jim Cornette, but it would be interesting. That they said they wanted him. It'd be a great wrinkle in the story. Blur some lines and be really sick. I would love it. Jim Cornette is my favorite promo in wrestling. Jim Cornette's my favorite promo in wrestling. He is. Yeah, yeah, I know you're a big JC fan. I am. He's like, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Hey, if he came to AEW, it would be a dream come true. Yeah, it'd be like your <laughs> biggest dream wrestling. Realized. Yeah, no, because, like I said before, I think Jim Cornette is the greatest non wrestling person a part of like wrestling ever like I put him above JR put him JC all the way man JC for me S-M-H. I like JC a lot I mean yeah. the podcast knows it you know it so yeah I'm gonna try to move on from it now but that is that was a amazing podcast with the revolt yeah, on it Jim. was pretty the it, little bit I listened to before we started was, was alright one, one more comment about it it was definitely the most subdued Jim Cornette, the most subdued Jim Cornette. Like, it seemed like he wasn't going completely... Like, he was holding back a little bit on AEW compared to how he usually talks about it. Sees, like, an opportunity. Who knows? And he, like, the last statement that he made about AEW was really real. He said that it was the last chance at a wrestling promotion to, like, really get it right. Yeah, that was a really, like, cool statement by him. I won't lie. Yeah. Yeah, he said, like... This is the last chance for his generation of wrestlers to see somebody compete with WWE. Yeah. They need, they need to do it right. He didn't say like they were doing it wrong completely, but he said that they need to be steered in a better direction. And I, I don't know. I'd like to argue that. Yeah. I love where AEW is going. Yeah, no, me too. And it's good for our generation. Yeah, me too. Which is more important than Boomer JC. True, true. What's, uh... What other rumors? Other things. Uh, Velveteen Dream might be getting called up. Wow. Yeah. What, whatever happened Whatever happened with this case? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about that ever again. Weird. Yeah. Just got scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, it did. But. This is our Hannibal Burris moment. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. Actually, a sexual predator. You could just go on Google and look up. Velveteen Dream. Sexual predator. Lots of stuff pop up. Over 100,000 search results. Yeah, I wasn't going to bash him, but yeah. No, I'm not hiding anything. I'm just saying, if you go on... Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. That yeah, was I mean, weird. We talked about it on the podcast when it happened a little bit. It was very weird. But nothing's 
come out extra or been said since. And it seems like Velveteen is doing just fine. He's about yeah, to he's, fight Adam Cole. Yeah, in this match, it's a cinematic match. It's like a backlot brawl. Oh, weird. Yeah, they already filmed it. But um, if Velveteen wins, obviously he wins the championship. Mm-hmm. But if uh, Adam Cole wins, uh, Velveteen can never challenge for the title again. Wow. Yeah, while Adam Cole's champion. Wow, damn. Yeah. Um, One thing, I guess another rumor. Not rumor, but uh, the Undisputed Era there, contracts expire in August. Uh, I don't know if it's all of the Undisputed Era, I wish, mm-hmm. but it is definitely Adam Cole's contract expires in August. Wow. Yeah, well, I hope it's all of Undisputed Era. Yeah. Because I can see all of them headed to AEW and just killing shit. Yeah, have a whole feud with the Revolt. and oh Kyle O'Reilly's probably, hands down, like my favorite wrestler, period. Like, without all the... Like glitz and glam, uh-huh. just like from a fan standpoint, he's my favorite person to watch in the ring. Like you, you think you think he puts on the best matches? I do. I love Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I'll stand him till the day I die. I don't know who I'd say my favorite, just pure in ring. Like whose matches? I'm just like, okay, this is gonna be a banger like of a match. I got never watch been it. disappointed by a Kyle O'Reilly match. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who I'd think that about. Did, did you hear uh, the rumor, or I guess rumor that, because they announced that Mark Quinn was supposed to be the, or is going to be face the winner, okay. or is, yeah, he's yeah. going to face Cody Rhodes next week next for the week, TNT yeah. belt, but uh, there was all this like confusion, because people were like, wait, Tony Khan just tweeted that it was supposed to be Phoenix that was facing Cody Rhodes next week for the belt. I didn't get to this on the news, but I was about to watch a YouTube video where they oh. talked about uh, Phoenix being like scrubbed from like AEW. Like, his name just got completely erased, like, period, last week, or something like that. Oh, gosh. I didn't get to the, like, meat of the story. Yeah. But that was the headline that they used. Huh. Yeah, well, I hope that he, that does, is not true, because I have the Lucha Bros on my uh, fantasy team. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, maybe I'll put in a, put in a proposal to trade. Yeah, a waiver. Hell yeah. Who would you uh, pick up in the case of losing the Lucha Bros? The Revolt. Answer. Yeah, yeah, I expected nothing less. Or even the butcher and the blade, because if somehow the revolt is unavailable, because <laughs> the butcher and the blade does look like they're gonna get a slight push. Yeah. This year. Or they're just gonna get fed to the revolt. One thing. Okay. Th- speaking of the butcher and the blade. The and the blade. Yeah, a lot of complaints. You know that they're just wearing white. You know they just pe- like uh, cultaholic or what culture calls them uh, like Miami Vice. And whatnot, but all the comments point out that come on, Simon, actually, butchers wear white, so they're just like wearing like they do. And I mean, the butcher and the blade could be like a uh, ode to like his music playing because he's a guitarist and a, or he's a vocalist yeah. and a heavy metal band. Yeah. And butcher and blade also butcher the axe mm-hmm. with the guitar blade blah blah blah. You can tie it like that. They could be. Metalheads or whatever, if they really wanted to be. Yeah, my they, they haven't had like a solid gimmick. Yeah. My only complaint with the butcher and the blade, because I like the all white, but I hated it when the butcher was wearing a David Bowie T-shirt at fucking uh, Double or Nothing. Was he, it? Yeah, he's wearing a David Bowie shirt, and I was yeah. like, "Is that the fuck? That's the butcher." I mean, he can wear whatever he wants, but he was in the crowd. True, but still, kayfabe. They are kayfabe. They're hipsters now. True. 
True. Nothing with him standing in a day to do shirt. R.I.P. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, AEW? Yeah, that was everything I had. AEW. What a week it was. It was a cra- an amazing night of AEW, and we say that every fucking week. Yeah, because it's the, it's the best show in wrestling. Yep. And nothing's even, like, close anymore. <coughs> NXT is kind of falling off. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, In Your House is tomorrow. What? Yeah. Damn. So, the Velveteen Dream Adam Cole match. I didn't realize that that was In Your House. Yeah. It's going to be here? Yeah, it's going to be here, in our house. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Shit, I got I got to clean up a little right. bit. Oh my we gosh! We have to set up a ring for for Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, but AEW yes will be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for next week. This week, there were a lot of things going on. Uh, let's start with fantasy updates. Yeah, well we can go first match. I got points from the first match you did as well. Uh, Hung Lovers beat Sabian and Havoc. Uh, yeah, that was a to gr- retain. Mhm. Yeah. To retain the belt, uh, that was a great match. Kip Sabian, Jimmy Havoc, I like them more as a tag team every single week. I like Kip Pen- Sabian more every week. Penelope Ford got uh, ejected. Got two points. Mhm. Before she got ejected, at least. Um, I got twenty-seven points from the Hung Lovers. Sheesh. Just because fifteen points or whatever for our ten points for the win. Yeah, and they were snapping. Mhm. Yeah, a lot of signatures, a lot of finishers. Great, great, great match. It really was a good match. Uh, had they hit him with a freaking wrench at one point. Mm-hmm. And then try to... He brought out a saw, but he didn't hit anybody with it. I didn't see him bring out the saw. Yeah, it was like a table a table saw, like or one of the hand saws, oh basically, like that. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, it was an awesome match. I thought that the Hung Lovers were going to lose. I'm happy really that they won. So at one point. I'm happy they won. Yeah, me too. But uh, they announced... Fighter Fest now has a date, mm-hmm. July first and July eighth. First and eighth, gonna be free mm-hmm. on it's TNT. Gonna replace Dynamite those weeks. I'm expecting. Yeah, but uh, Fighter Fest. I don't remember if it's night one or two. Hung Lovers versus the Best Friends yeah. for the championships. Yeah, they haven't announced what which night is what or who's gonna fight which night, but they've just announced like a few matches. Yeah, and uh. That'll be a good, good fantasy fantasy match. I got the best friends. They're my number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You have the Hung Lovers. Yeah. I'm excited. They're like my third pick. Yeah, I hope yeah. the Hung Lovers win, but it is Chucky e. T and Trent's time. I really think they could win it. But I wouldn't be surprised. And then we'll eventually get Revolt versus... Uh, best friends? Yeah. That, that I felt so disrespected in their interview last week. They didn't even mention the best friends. <laughs> Yeah. We'll skip forward to their their little interview with Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. Shit on the best friends. Didn't even mention them. Said the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, mm-hmm. Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. Uh, I think they even said the Natural Nightmares at one point. I think they said Private Party. Said Private Party and just didn't even mention. Speaking of the Revolt, YouTube. was actually in the crowd for the Hung Lovers match. Which yeah, was, they were. They were sitting up there. Which was a nice touch. Yeah. But yeah, the disrespect. To Chucky e. T and Trent, and just the the disrespect and arrogance being shown by the butcher and the blade, or by the revolt, just like okay, we're the best here, like we're here we'll to show everybody, yeah, we're here to show everybody how tag teams actually work. Yeah, shit on the Lucha Bros saying they didn't know how to tag. Yeah, bags. I can't wait for them to have their match next week against Butcher and the Blade that got announced. But 
Who do you you think they're gonna they're gonna win? Obviously. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Butcher and the Blade came in like broke up the whole interview, and then like the whole roster not the whole roster, but a whole bunch of jobbers came out and like broke it up. And yeah, but I like that segment a lot. It was really good. It was well done. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. How could you not be, man? Yeah. The freaking revolt uh, is finally in AEW. Yeah, it's finally. Kinda, it hasn't hit yet. Yeah, it really hasn't because they haven't had an actual match. But once yeah. they have a match, it's gonna be like holy shit. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Well, I think. And if they come out with Jim Cornette, oh my uh, fucking yeah. god, dude! Also, not having a crowd just hasn't like that would have been so much different with a crowd. Yeah, everything will. I've kind of gotten in a weird way. I've kind of gotten used to the small crowd wrestling yeah, because kind of gotten numb to it, just like everything else in my life. Basically, man, AW has. Uh, I think they've done a good job using the crowd, obviously, in the crowd. like feel yeah. like they get better and better every week. Yeah, I agree. I do like the, the crowd that they, they do have. It's kind of cringy when they're heckling. Like, like a few weeks ago, Brody Lee came out, tried to cut a promo, and everyone was like, Boo! <laughs> you suck! And I was like, oh my gosh, like these are all of Brody Lee's co-workers. Yeah, they're just shitting on them. Yeah. Yeah. A big swallow, like getting into it with Lance Archer doing that match. Yeah. Great times. Was Jim Cornette hated. He's like, hey, you going to have your top heel getting a like verbal argument with like another wrestler and like have them not like beat her ass basically yeah. I mean you can't true I think Big Swole could take Lance Archer is what I'm trying to say wow yeah. wow damn yeah yeah speaking of Lance Archer he made his return from uh, Double or Nothing when he lost cut his like first real promo yeah on his own good. yeah it was great and speaking of Lance Archer I'm going to break down on the walls of our segments a little bit because I found out something mm-hmm. watching all this impact Yep, that really fucking blew my mind. Okay. Um, so Lance Archer is 42 years old mm-hmm. and wrestled in impact in 2004. Wow. As yeah. Dallas. I didn't know that was his name. That's sick. Yeah. Yes. Had a tag team with Kid Cash. He had the same finisher, right? Yeah. So the, the blackout and everything. Yeah. Damn. Was it called the blackout still? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's sick. That's yeah. that's what I thought was the craziest part. Was yeah. It was still called the blackout. Wow. Yeah, but now he's the Murderhawk monster. Murderhawk monster. His tramp stamp is finished. It wasn't back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it just shook me. I did not think. I did not like ever remember that being Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. I guess just time periods never crossed over for me that way. You know, he was a college football quarterback. Dang no. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he never, I think he only played like one or two snaps ever, but yeah, uh, yeah he was for like uh, like Austin, like Austin, a- or not Austin A&M, but uh, like Longhorns. Oh, dang, Texas? Long- yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought so too. Shout out Lance Archer. He's much crazier than I thought he was. Yeah, I like Lance Archer a lot, and I mean, he was just in the middle of a junkyard beating the shit out of somebody, you know, what else would he be doing in the middle of... Six o'clock on a Wednesday night, yeah. and Jake was terrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he can't control the Murderhawk monster anymore. Yeah, that'll he's, be interesting. I think he's been unleashed. Hopefully, you think he's gonna like answer Cody one of these nights and just kill him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. I hope not. Because no, if you if you look at it, Cody is a heel. Because um, going back to their match at Double or Nothing. Jake the Snake, he didn't interfere first. Yeah. Arn interfered, and all he was trying to do was say, look, Arn is interfering. And the ref thought that Jake the Snake was going to start interfering. No. Cody 
was the heel in that match. And he fucking cheated to win against the Murderhawk Monster. And that's why the Murderhawk Monster is pissed. I think Cody's always been a heel. It's just if people realize it or not. It's. I think that's the greatest layer that Cody has as a character. Yeah, it's gonna be a. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be subtle. A hell of a day when he like goes full heel. Yeah. In AEW. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, he's he's gonna be one of the best heels in wrestling when he does it. Yeah, he's gonna get like Vince McMahon heat because he's like the GM, but he's also a great wrestler, so it's yeah. gonna be interesting. That's yeah. I haven't even thought about that until now. Really, mm-hmm. that's gonna be crazy. He's a huge heel, and they've been planting the seeds the whole time. Since day one. I mean, his manager is Arn freaking Anderson. Beating up Dustin. Making Dustin bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. He's always trying to go for, like, the the big moments, and sometimes it costs him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're we're building on something here at Big Balls. And everybody was mad at him. They're like, you just beat Jungle Boy, and you're going to have pyro like it's the main event of wrestlemania that's cody and your whole family come out to celebrate with you even that's though it's cody yeah it is that's such a terrible argument because it's that's his character yeah He's that's fucking over cody the top. yeah he wants to be the biggest thing in wrestling yeah stop it nothing to do it he's gonna ride himself in he's like triple h and vince mcmahon all in one right now and it's genius mm-hmm. yeah wow we yep. haven't even gotten the second match yet yeah, what was the second match? Second match was uh, Brian Cage squashing the jobber Sean Dean. Yep. Thought it was very poetic that he beat Sean Dean because mm-hmm. now he's going to face John Moxley. It was Dean Ambrose. Oh, wow. Well, well, thing, I don't know. I guess yeah. a little poetic, but he still has a few weeks before he has to pay, face Mox. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, you're kind of reaching. There. It was a reach. It was yeah. definitely a reach. I, just, was, I, I, I get it. It was a funny reach. It, it was a good... No, it was like... Only super wrestling encyclopedias would be able to put that together. Yeah, I just I, I saw it and I had to had to write it down. I I, I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, but squash match. Then uh, Mox come came out, cut a promo. Yeah, after Taz cut a promo. Uh, Taz cut a great promo. Yeah, it was a it was a great match. Great. I I like Brian Cage more and more every single week. He changed up the drill claw this week. Yeah, he did it from like a suplex instead of the power bomb. But it was like a. The suplex where they just like hold him there. Was yeah. that was that called? Just like a standing suplex? Uh, yeah, or? standing vertical suplex, and then just kind of dropped him into the pile driver. Yeah, because he's still sick. He held him there for like ten seconds. Yeah. And, he, and oh gosh, yeah, that was. I like Brian Cage more and more every single week. Yeah, Brian Cage is sick. But I watched uh, Botchmania, the most recent Botchmania, and there was a lot of Brian Cage botches on there from uh, Double or Nothing from yeah. the ladder match. He's they, nervous. They just kept showing the Darby botch where, like, he fell off the ladder on the uh, side. I mean, yeah. That's tough, though. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a really bad Brian Cage match. It was really good, but really bad. It was a PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2013 or 14. Okay. Whichever one Kyle O'Reilly wins in the end. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Brian Cage has a match with Tommaso Ciampa in oh. the first round. Uh-huh. And Ciampa drops him on his fucking head on the outside of the ring. Oh, my and God. And Brian Cage is, like, obviously concussed the entire match. Dang. Like, out on his feet. And yeah. still ends up, like, hitting him with a powerbomb to win. Dang. I got to check that out. That yeah, sounds really, crazy. It's, like, it's, like, a scary match to watch. Yeah, it sounds like it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Wolverine, he's that guy. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he I, takes, like, a full 19 count and then, like, 
barely gets him in the ring, and they were like trying to get him to stay out of uh-huh. the ring. Dang, I forgot that they uh, they do twenty counts. Yeah. In PWG in Japan. Yeah, it was like obviously bad though. Dang. Yeah, that does sound. Oof. Oof. It goes on to be a phenomenal tournament though. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Damn. Who won? You Brian Cage won. What? Oh, yeah. nice. And the tournament. Then, no. Oh, damn. Just that match. Kyle O'Reilly ends up winning the tournament. Oh, okay, okay. I think Michael Elgin beats Brian Cage in the next round. Damn, yeah, they probably got mad at him. They, he probably wasn't even supposed to win that match. I think he was, but it was a crazy-ass match. Because mm. they, still, they still fucking light each other up. I really hope Mox loses to Brian Cage, but I don't think so. I don't think so. But I don't see them having Brian Cage losing so soon, either. I think that he's not going to lose until then. I think it's going to be... Maybe uh, he doesn't even lose. Maybe Darby ends up like costing him that match. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be something fishy. Yeah. Hopefully. Next was Jericho versus Colt Cabana. It was a great match the first time the two have ever been in the ring together. Yeah. It was big fun. Jericho fan, big Colt Cabana fan. Big Sammy G fan, which highlight of the night. Him coming out and singing. He gets worse and worse at singing... Chris Jericho's theme song every single week. I think it's a reflection of the uh, inner circle as a whole. Wow. Yeah. The so like, as the inner circle degrades, so does Sammy's sync with Judas. No, nah, the inner circle is not going anywhere. It's starting to fall, man. No, nah, it's it's not. obvious. It's not. They might come like they might re re uh, escalate, uh-huh. and then Sammy will get better at singing Judas again. Maybe we'll see. That'd be fun. I think that'd just be a funny notch in the story. It's just something I've noticed trying to put together some working conspiracies. I refuse to see to admit that the inner circle's falling. So and just look at Sammy. He has a match next week against Cole Cabana. He's probably gonna lose. Nah, he's gonna beat Cole. Ooh, ooh. Cole Bitch banana. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That was too funny. I love Cole Cabana. I didn't know they had a match next week, though. You have Sammy G, right? Yeah. It's Sammy G versus Cole Cabana with Le Champion on the commentary. Damn. How many points did you get for Brian Cage? We didn't go with that. Uh, just seven. Damn. Yeah, That's probably all you'll be getting for a few weeks. Right? Yeah. He just comes out, hits his finisher, and then boom. That's the tough thing about taking, like, a monster mm-hmm. heel is they just kind of squash people sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, after that was uh, Nyla Rose and Big's Fool. I got some points from Nyla Rose. All the kickouts. Once again, the biggest person in the women's division is taking uh, the most bumps. So, yeah, you're just on the JC bandwagon with that one. Yeah, I know he says that, but it's like I mean, ever since he pointed it out, it's true. I was like, oh damn, she's taking a lot of bumps. She does take quite a few. I got so many points from kickouts from her. Big fools, kind of a big deal. Yeah, not she just hasn't been like there as much. And I mean, bigger news after the match, they teased. Big Swole versus Britt Baker. Eventually, that'll probably be her comeback match. Is yeah. Big Swole all out though? Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know if she's how injured she is actually. Yeah. She might be back for Fighter Fest. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty sick. But they showed the promo afterwards of Britt Baker like working out in the wheelchair, and I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, just Britt Baker's doing great stuff with the the role model R O L L. Yep. Yeah, stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yep. Um, after that was the FTR interview. We already went over it. So mm-hmm. it was the main event. Cody Rhodes, the mm-hmm. TNT champion against Jungle Boy. That was a great match. Was such a good match. Jungle Boy, you know, snapping as always. Definitely got some offenses. 
offense in. But as we already discussed, I mean, Cody's just a piece of shit. Becomes a bigger piece of shit every single week. Yep. I was uh, kind of disappointed he only hit him with one crossroads to win. I was kind of happy because, I mean, I like when... I mean, obviously, where since you have him on your team and you wanted all those points, but I like it when uh, a finisher just puts somebody away. I, I, I like that they're building at the crossroads isn't getting it done as much anymore. Uh-huh. And I think he's going to debut a new finisher. I've been on this bandwagon for a little bit. That'd be cool. He's already tried out, like, the figure four. He's tried different stuff. Uh-huh. He yeah. has to hit the crossroads two or three times usually now. Yeah. Well, against a beast like Lance Archer, yeah. No, he was doing it against, like, Sean Spears, even. Oh, yeah, true. And true. even, like, uh, I think he did it to a jobber one week, too. Damn. But, yeah. Dirtbag Cody. Mm-hmm. One. I hate the Rhodes family. Bodie Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he did net me 28 points. Yes, because the title defense. and Yeah, I can't believe he got you more points than the Hung Lovers got me. Damn. Yeah. And Jungle Boy got me an extra 12 Put him at 38 total. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jungle Boy still came out strong in a losing effort. Yeah, no, he did amazing. Yeah. My, uh, well, what's your total at this point? Um, let me, that was our last match. Let me double check. Natasha is at, um, like 30 points. Fire. In last place. Yeah. I am at 72 points. Nice. Big yeah. comeback. Big week. Yeah, huge week for me. I got like 40 points or something this week. Fire. So I am at 114. <sighs> Two hope, big weeks in a row. I hope that I can continue to rack up the points. You know, it's it's a, it's a marathon, marathon, not a sprint. And Absolutely. But this marathon also includes a TNT championship match mm-hmm. every week. Yes. And my guy Cody ain't <laughs> losing anytime soon. No time soon. Unfortunately. So, I'm flying high with that. I think I'm about to have some new champions come Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. Being the best friends. Yeah. Uh, I have John Moxley and Brian Cage, so no matter who wins that at Fighter Fest, like, I'm... Yeah, I forgot you have Mox now. Yeah. That was a tough loss. Yeah, my main eventers are shit. <laughs> I'm hoping to get points from Kip Sabian eventually. You will. Sheeta's probably going to be champ for a while. Yeah. Hope she defends it. Wardlow, mm-hmm. hopefully he starts doing some stuff again. Yeah. And then hopefully Hangman and Kenny lose the titles of Fighter Fest and go on big singles runs headed towards All Out so I can get all those points. Yep. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's in a perfect world. But that is it for AEW and Fantasy this week. Yes. Now, is there a big question you want to talk about? A big question. Or a big list you want to make real quick. Put you on the spot real fast. Yeah, huge, huge spot. Um. Okay, big question. The big question of the week. Would you rather take the big shows, you know, Fist of Death. The WMD. What does that stand for? The Weapon of Mass Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. Would you rather get the Weapon of Mass Destruction from the Big Show? Like, full power? Like, yeah. straight up just Big Show punching you in the face? Yeah. Like, finisher style. Like, he's trying to fucking finish you. Or, Mike Tyson punching you in the face. Wow. 
And it's and it's prime of both of them. I feel like I would take Tyson because there's less surface area, so there will be less damage. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm getting hurt either way. Mm-hmm. Big Show's fist is probably two of Mike Tyson's fists. Yeah. It's that's, probably, that's probably my whole head. That's my jaw, my cheek, and probably like a broken orbital bone. Yeah. It's probably, probably the size of your face. It. Yeah. It probably crushed like literally half of your face. Yeah, it probably lose like an eye. Yeah. Mike Tyson hopefully goes just for the sweet spot. I break mm. my jaw, worst case. Yeah. Maybe and it's, lose some teeth. And it's not like you can block or anything. It's just yeah. like a sucker punch. Yeah, like, yeah. Phew. Damn, yeah, I, I agree with you because just talking fist size, like that's like getting hit with a medicine ball in the face, like a 40-pound medicine ball straight yeah. to the noggin. Yeah. Coming exactly. at you super fast. Yeah. All right, I have a big question. Okay. If you could take any wrestler in their prime, like just pluck them out of there uh-huh. and drop them into brand-new AEW, who would it be? Like, to build AEW around. From all time? Yeah. Um, you answer first. I would take, like, early AJ Styles. Yeah, you're really hype on AJ Styles ever since watching Impact. He's so fucking good. Yeah, he really is. He is amazing. And even, like, he's like 40-something now, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was just insane back then. I'm gonna say something pretty controversial. Hangman Page? No. Jim Cornette? No. I think... AEW does already have the best star from any era, and he cut a promo just a few weeks ago explaining this himself. MJF is better than The Rock, he's better than Stone Cold, he's better than Roddy Roddy Piper, he's better than Shawn Michaels, he's better than AJ Styles. You're right. MJF is the greatest superstar. That was a really good answer. But... Since he's already in it, who would I want to feud with MJF? Who do I think would be the best person to, you know, like, wrestle with MJF for years? Hmm, for many era ever? Yeah. Jungle Boy. I would pick Jungle Boy to wrestle MJF for years to come. So it sounds like AEW already has a pre-stacked roster. But, uh... I was just asking for the hypothetical. Yeah, the hypothetical, hmm, any wrestler from any era, any time... That oh gosh, dude, that's hard. That's so hard. Maybe um, like The Rock. Maybe Booker T. Booker T would be pretty crazy. Yeah, he would be so awesome. Uh, I mean, maybe The Big Show too. They need like a huge monster like that. I think he would be. It's Archer. He's the best monster in wrestling right now. That was you a few but, weeks ago. Yeah, but compared to The Big Show in his prime, <laughs> they would put on some crazy matches, dude. Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, Big Show doing, like, moonsaults and shit? Like, wh- rarely. Crazy. Yeah. What a legend. He's the best. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, dang, yeah, anybody ever? Chris Jericho, he's in his prime. He's in AEW right now. Their roster is so freaking stacked. Yeah, it really is. A hypothetical dream, ma- or dream feud. Um to feud with MJF would be Triple H I think that'd be awesome to have him in like a 2002 era Triple H yeah like evolution Triple H yeah yeah feuding with MJF that'd be pretty sick 
I think Triple H and AEW would be fantastic. But, I mean, he's just the poster child for WWE, so it's never yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I'm excited for the rumors of uh, Adam Cole going to AEW. I think that'd be game-changing. It would be. It would be amazing. Yeah, holy crap, that would be incredible. And then Britt Baker, uh, Baker and Adam Cole could just be like a power couple and everything. that loose Adam Cole could challenge MJF on the mic. Hopefully we get to see that yeah. here soon. I think that'd be an incredible feud. George, I got to say, your big question of the week was a great question. Thank you. I was on the spot. I just thought of that. Yeah, so your question was really good too, Bill. Yeah, it was a really good question. Oh, thanks, George. Because I couldn't imagine getting punched by either of those people. Yeah, big question. It was about the big show. Big questions, big fists, big shows. Mm-hmm. All right. Final segment. Yes. We can't do... Yeah, not this we're week. Prepared. We're not going to do it this week. Yeah, we can't do it we're this gonna week. We're going to start it next week. We're going to start our next segment next week. But we'll It's going to be impactful, to yeah, say the least. Incredibly impactful. What's when we're going to start the weekly classic impact review? Mm-hmm. I, I watched it. Uh-huh. I'm like six episodes deep, though. I'm, I'm in love with classic impact. Yeah, it's only 40 minutes, so I mean, we could review, like, I mean, a few. Yeah, we could do a, week. a few a week, honestly. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a great great episode next week. So that's just a little something, a little more reason for you to tune in next week. Yeah. So you can always follow us mm-hmm. at Big Balls R on yes. Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us both separately on Twitter mm-hmm. at Bailey Frandisco at the Dwight De Niro, and uh, at Big Balls R. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. The best time to be a wrestling fan, arguably. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.